five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Connecting the SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA, the HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Good Saturday morning. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway, back and better than ever. Thank you guys for tuning in. However... You may be listening. Don't forget to check out our content partner. When we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers, sportsnewsandbrews.com, your one-stop shop. Check it out. Check it out, all right? Oh, man, don't forget to follow us on social media at HBCU Report, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Rob Calloway hanging out with you another Saturday morning. Man, it's always good to be with you guys. I told you, man, Saturdays, man, I'm built for this. I am totally built for this. I get up every Saturday morning with expectancy. Man, expecting another great show, no matter how no matter how it might turn out. But I'm always expecting uh, greatness, you know, each and every time how we get together and uh, hook up for this uh, award-winning broadcast. Uh, a lot of things going on this week. How you guys been doing, man? Hope you had a... Great week. Shouts out to the X-Squad affiliates. Shouts out to everybody uh, in the chat room. Don't forget, you can uh, check us out uh, via xsquadaffiliates.com on the Spreaker app. It's X-Squad Affiliates, or you can just go to HBCU Report and check us out. Uh, jump in the chat room. Give us your thoughts. You know, I'm here for you and you and you and you and even, yes, you. You know, just um, I was saying last week that I always want this show to be, you know, an experience. I don't like to really come on the show and talk a lot of X's and O's because I hate X's and O's. I just like to talk about what you see, what I saw, what you see. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just one of those things. So uh, this week, I mean, we got uh, the news yesterday, actually day before yesterday, that uh, there could possibly be some uh, some schedule changes because of uh, tropical storm Nestor. And so um, yesterday it was announced that because of uh, the tropical storm, uh, the Norfolk State game, the Norfolk State Bethune-Cookman game uh, was adjusted to 7 o'clock uh, tonight. Not sure if, if they've uh, changed that again or if they plan on changing that again. Uh, but then the big matchup, Florida A&M versus uh, North Carolina A&T, that game was actually moved to t- tomorrow, Sunday a two o'clock kickoff from Bragg stadium in Tallahassee because of this storm, you know, and it's, it's crazy because I remember, what was it? Mm, was it two years ago? I think it was actually two, maybe three years ago. I, it, it all, you know, runs together, but, but I remember a season not too long ago where we had a, a hurricane or a tropical storm or something that came through and it basically just wreaked havoc on the MEAC schedule. 
I mean, it was a, a week away from the Celebration Bowl, and people were playing games in the middle of the week trying to get their schedule right. And South Carolina State is the one team I remember for sure because they were right in the thick of things uh, as far as uh, winning the MEAC. Because uh, for those of you that really follow the MEAC, you know there there have been times in recent history where there have been three teams that actually win the MEAC. South Carolina State, Bethune-Cookman, and North Carolina A&T, and, and you could take A&T out and plug somebody else in, but there have been times where there have been three teams that actually have won. I mean, unbelievable. But, um, but yeah, so these tropical storms, these hurricanes that come through at this time of the year, I mean, it doesn't happen every year. We get storms, but it doesn't wreak havoc on the, on the football schedule every year. But um, this, this is going to be interesting right here to um, – to see if this game actually gets played out tonight at seven o'clock in Daytona. Uh, tomorrow should be cool for the Florida A&M North Carolina A&T game. It should be cool. This is the HBCU report. Rob Calloway uh, here with you. Good Saturday morning. Thank you guys for tuning in. However, you may be listening a uh, few things uh, that we'll be talking about coming up in today's show. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, it was announced uh, some time ago that Shaquille O'Neal have formed a partnership with Papa John's Pizza. And so now he's uh, doing something really big or planning to do something really big with HBCUs. He wants to bring um, a Papa John's franchise to each HBCU campus. That sounds really good, right? I think so. Um, but And so we'll talk more about that. Um Homecoming on the campus of about 10 institutions of higher learning. We'll talk about that coming up in in just a matter of moments. Um, the XFL draft. For those of you that uh, have been following the XFL, the, the reincarnation of the XF, XFL, a uh, few guys that I know uh, that were drafted, and I and I could be, and I know, look, I know for a fact that, that I'm overlooking some guys, but these are the guys that I know. Uh, Brandon Barnes, former tight end for Alabama State. He was drafted uh, in uh, by the XFL. Uh, Martez Carter, the former running back uh, for Grambling State University. He was picked up by the XFL. And then none HBCU, but I still got to show him some love because he's a bulldog. Sick him, dog, sick him. Uh, Aaron Murray, uh, former UGA quarterback, was also picked up uh, by the XFL. All right, so uh, where y'all want to go? Uh, I'm talking to my crack staff. Oh, y'all want to go bit rich? All right, let's go bit rich. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's poem. Bright light city life. I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. No big rich tonight. Don't forget. No big rich tonight. Or Sunday. Don't forget. All right, man, this power thing is getting crazy. As I was just saying, for for you power fanatics out there like me that uh, watch it on the app at midnight Saturday night, there will be no power this week. So for those of you that actually watch it in real time Sunday night, there will be no power this week. It returns next week. And they always do you like this. They They get you right there. And what I mean by right there is that if you haven't seen power, look, you're a week late. So this is not even a spoiler. Lakeisha dead, y'all. She dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And the person that did it, Tasha, is an OG. Now, just last week, I was on here criticizing Tasha for actually agreeing to teach Tariq the game, so to speak. 
And lo and behold, man, you got to if you haven't seen it, I, I'll just I'll just go ahead and just put the put it out there real quick. You know, they they made they made Lakeisha sign some papers, right? Some snitch papers. Tasha found out. They got into it. We saw the uh, the gun struggle that we've seen so many times. If you've ever seen any movie or any TV show with the gun struggle, you know, give me the gun. No, give me the gun. And then the gun just goes off and two people sit there with their eyes really big. That's what happened. Tasha shot Lakeisha. And Lakeisha could actually survive. She begged her, please don't kill me, Tasha. I'm not going to snitch. Please don't kill me. What about cash? Tasha still laid out. Boom. I can't even be mad about it. I can't be mad about it. I can't. So, that's your power update. telling you man that power thing is real that's real right there man and it's so crazy now (laughs) it's so crazy like i don't know how many of you all actually hang out right because i'm not really a guy that hangs out that much anymore but um a couple of weeks ago you know my i'm talking about my right hand my dude bean shouts out to bean uh celebrated his birthday Celebrated his uh, 39th birthday. So, you know, we were on here celebrating life, man. And um, he had a nice little birthday brunch at this spot downtown Atlanta called Oak, Atlanta. A really nice spot. And so, you know, me and my lady, we're in there and she's so crazy. She likes to people watch. I'm not really a people watcher. Like, if I'm, especially if I'm there with people I know, like, I'm all into that. But my lady, she is a people watcher. You heard me? I mean, a people watcher. Like, if you there, she watching. So at any rate, you know, she, you know, just crazy tapping me. She's like, look, James St. Patrick just walked in the Oak and I look and there it is. Some dude, you know, overdressed in the spot came in. This is birthday, but he came in thinking he had walked in the truth. A few minutes later, another James St. Patrick walked in, looked like he had just walked in the truth. It's crazy. Uh, but you know what? I'm glad Amari is, um, Amari Hartwick, that is. I'm glad that he's actually inspiring some guys. You know, I know the Hartwick family, some good guys. Uh, Amari, a little bit older than me, but um, me and his youngest brother, we used to play basketball at the Y. Uh, good family. Um, but anyway, this is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway, if you see me out, I'm not going to be out trying to look like James St. Patrick. I promise. I promise. I, it's not me. It's not me. I got the beard, but, you know, that's it. That's it. Not going to have the suits on. I'm not even a suit guy. But that's another story for another day. So before I even forget, we are one week away from the 78th annual McDonald's Magic City Classic presented by Coca-Cola, Bama State, Alabama A&M. Historic Legion Field is where you want to be next Saturday. Well, actually, look, man, you can head on down to Birmingham today if you want to. It's going to be piping. Sunday is going to get the piping. All right, so... um. Here's the deal. Next next weekend, we've got the, the Magic City Classic weekend uh, presented by Coca-Cola, as I mentioned. Um, Friday night, Frankie Beverly and Mays, they're a mainstay. They're, they're like a, a, a part of the uh, Magic City Classic tradition. Uh, they'll actually be in uh, performance at the Boatwell Auditorium 
uh, Friday at 630. Uh, then you got the parade that Saturday, which gets underway at 8 a.m. Uh, then you have uh, the tailgate, which, which kicks off from uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And actually, they say 2 p.m., but that's, you know, that's the, the official Magic City Classic tailgate that they actually run because the tailgate that everybody else is doing, they own independent tailgate. Oh, that goes all until Sunday. And then uh, the game is actually at 2.30 um, Saturday at Historic Legion Field. And so uh, it's going to be a, a great time. As I mentioned, Shaquille O'Neal will be on hand. Uh, two chains doing the postgame performance. Uh, Birmingham's own comedian, Funny Main, is uh, the, the end game. He does the end game uh, crowd stuff. And so uh, it's going to be a great time, man. So uh, we look forward to seeing you there. And, of course, we'll be broadcasting next Friday. Don't forget, the HBCU Report uh, will not air. And I got to tell Kesey this. <laughs> this might be his first time hearing that the HBCU Report is not going to air Saturday. What we usually do is air on Friday. <clears throat> so I'm more than sure that, that Kesey is going to accommodate what we need to do uh, so that the show can air uh, Friday. We'll let you know what time. Uh, via social media, and uh, I actually might uh, hop on it on the show with Kesey uh, this week if he if he lets me. I'm just making all kind of plans for Kesey. Sorry, bro. Um, so I can actually promote uh, the show for Friday because uh, we'll be broadcasting live from the Aloft Hotel in Homewood, Alabama, which is just a stone's throw away from Ground Zero or the epicenter, if you will, of everything that is. Uh, Magic City Classic, and so it's always a great time, and I can't wait. You know, the God and His truth is, I'm already there. I'm near. I'm already there. I can't lie. I can't lie. All right, so coming up on the other side, going to take a look at uh, some of our winners and losers in last week's matchups and hear from some of our SWAT coaches in what has become our newest segment, SWAT Bias, right here on the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and don't forget to check out our content part, sportsnewsandbrews.com. We're not here. We're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. Waking up every day, lifting him from the bed to the wheelchair to the car to get him to therapy on time. It's no small task between the doctors and the diagnosis, but nothing can disable this love. This is my big brother, my hero. He's part of me, like my arms and legs. So I'll be his. (laughs) See, there's no time for tired. This starts again tomorrow. He'll be waiting for me. I wake up for him. I know he needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Or call 877-333-5885. Caregiving Resource Center. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Follow the HBCU Report on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook at HBCU Report. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.
arguably one of the greatest R&B songs ever. Ever. <laughs> For you millennials out there, look up. Oran Juice Jones. O-R-A-N. Juice Jones. I remember back in the day, man, when I was younger, I thought his name was Orange Juice Jones. But yeah, Oran Juice Jones. Man. And what is a, a rainy weekend here in the South, as I mentioned to kick off the show, several games have uh, been rescheduled because of uh, Tropical Storm Nestor. Um, you had uh, FAMU and North Carolina Central, not North Carolina Central, A&T's game um, being moved from today till tomorrow. And then a Norfolk State and Bethune-Cookman's game that was scheduled uh, for this afternoon has been moved to 7 p.m. And so uh, we'll wait and see if that game from Daytona Beach actually happens at 7 o'clock. But, oh, man, I can't stand the rain. I hate the rain. Oh, my God, man. Rain just throw a damper on so much. On so much. Because just think about this. Think about it's homecoming somewhere, right? I did say it's homecoming somewhere. Oh, there we go. Oh. It's homecoming somewhere. And then you got to deal with the rain. Who want to deal with the rain and it's homecoming? Don't nobody want to have to deal with that. I know I don't. Just imagine if it's raining at Shaw University, at Virginia Union, at Elizabeth City, at South Carolina State, at Lane, at Lincoln, at Prairie View. It's definitely raining at Clark Atlanta because I'm right here in the ATL. Not sure if it's raining at Fort Valley State or what's going on up at Virginia State. But man, rain could just kill your homecoming. So happy homecoming to all of those institutions of higher learning. Shaw, Virginia Union, Elizabeth City, South Carolina State, Lane, Lincoln, Prairie View, CAU, Fort Valley State, Virginia State, and Tennessee State University also celebrating homecoming. And um, as I mentioned in the last segment, my kid was uh, at Jackson State for homecoming uh, with the doll uh, dollhouse dance factory, the uh, what they uh, DD4L uh, last weekend at Jackson State, and this weekend they are in uh, Nashville for um, Tennessee State's homecoming. So big shouts out to my kid out here trying to be a second generation. Uh, a band girl trying to do it for her daddy. You know, she's only 11, but she swear that she want to be a sting it. She swear she want to go to Bama State. She swear she want to do all this great stuff. And I always tell her, yeah, it don't even matter if you're not a sting it. You know, but if you if you go to an HBCU, daddy will be proud. Even if you, you know, because, you know, it's just different. It's different. I, I, I do want my kid to be a part of the culture. You know, shouts out to everybody in the chat room. Shouts out to the X squad affiliates. Kesey. Not sure if you heard the first segment, bro, but I'm going to call you. We need to rearrange for next Friday so we can broadcast live from Birmingham. All right? Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. But shouts out to everybody uh, in the chat room. Uh, but, yeah, I want my kid to be a part of the culture. Now, if you're listening to this show, right, there are several ways that you can hit me up. Um, if you're uh, listening via Spreaker, you can just jump in the chat room. All right? But if you're listening via any of the other platforms here, you could tweet me. Uh, at HBCU report, or you can email me HBCU report at gmail.com. Okay. Do you want your, your kid to be a part of the culture? I mean, if you went to an HBCU, do you want your kid to be a part of the culture? I mean, man, I do. I definitely want my kid to be a part of the culture. Cause it's just some things that, 
man just cannot make up for that. I swear to God, I swear for God. And as much as I would have loved to go to like the University of Georgia, you know, because if you never heard me talk about this, I'll say it. I'll just put my hand up in the air right now and say this is that later in life, I found myself saying to myself, man, I wish I wish you had done a, a, a few things differently when it comes to uh, your your um, diversity, you know. It always comes back. I always say that to myself, like, man, I, I just wish I had a, just interacted a little bit more. And, you know, the thing about it is the people that I currently work around, whether it's in the media or in the education field, I mean, I, it's a it's a melting pot of people. But at a, um, there was a certain point in my life where the my friends that were actually being bused to the North End and were actually interacting with more than just black kids at, at one point they had a leg up. Now at this point in life, I mean, you know, it is life is what you make it. And I think I made a hell of a life for myself. Um, but there's always that, that little piece, but I'll say this, you know, I want my kid to be a part of the culture, whatever, whatever sacrifices that means, you know, because there's a certain pride that comes with it. I mean, you go to, you know, okay. Like these PWIs as they call them, of course, that's not how I look at it, but, just look at it. Okay, they like to have a good time. But I promise you, the level of pride that they take in those institutions is not the same that we take in ours. I promise you. You know, at University of Georgia, you're not going to have a guy that's going to want to be in the band for 12 years. You go to a HBCU, boy, I promise you, you will have 50 people. They go be 25 and older. Well, not now, but once upon a time ago. Because they ain't want to leave. Because HBCUs was so great, nobody wanted to leave the university. So they would just stay. Yeah. It's different. I know. And I know you're like, Rob, did you just say band, bandsmen 25 and older? Yes, I did. I know some guys that didn't leave the band in Florida and m until they were 40. And I'm, I'm playing 35. I know some guys that marched to Alabama State until they were 30. I mean, it's a true story. True story. And he'll probably kill me, but I don't care because it's the truth. But my crab brother at Alabama State, Dwayne Parker. Dwayne Parker, one of the greatest bandsmen of all time. We got to Alabama State in 96. All right. I got my first uh, teaching job in 2000. I brought my band down in 2001. Okay. Dwayne was drum major in 2001. He had been drum major. He was drum major in 98, 99. Then he left for a, a year, came back. He was drum major in 01, 02, 03, and maybe even 04. Yeah, it's a lot. I know. I know. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But right now, we got to switch gears and uh, get into our uh, newest segment on the show, Swag Bias. Why do we call it Swag Bias? Well, we call it Swag Bias because... That's all we talk about right here, right now. The three uh, three biggest games from last week, and we hear from our coaches. So last week, uh, Bama State down Jackson State 31-16. Here's Donald Hill Ely, the head football coach of the Hornets, on last week's victory. It was one of the times that we went out and played uh, <clears throat> good football in all three phases. Um, you know, Jackson State, um, you know, you're in there for their homecoming, and, and um, you know, uh, the game, um, you know, went, we was able to get out on them early uh, and, you know, make them do some things that they 
you know, probably didn't want to do for us throwing the ball down the field, which gave us an opportunity to get our run game going. Uh, but for the most part, it was just a real good football game. Um, you know, we had um, <clears throat> some situations um, where we had a bunch of young guys playing and, uh, you know, from injuries we've gotten through the season and from the week prior, and those guys stepped up and did a great job for us. Uh, Jed Evans, uh, backup quarterback, uh, managed a complete game. Uh, freshman center that we had, uh, <clears throat> Blackshear, put him in, and he did a great job of, of helping us in the middle. So it was just good to see those young guys play and find a way to get out of a, a very uh, good uh, situation with a win. Good old Grambling State picked up a win against Alabama A&M last week, 23-10. And the thing about it is Grambling not doing too well this season, so it was a much-needed win. And here's Coach Fobbs talking about that victory. Well, it was a good uh a uh, very beautiful day for football. You know, uh, both teams came out, played extremely hard. Uh, it was definitely a hard-fought, uh, hard-fought football game, and um, you know, play here, play there, and we were fortunate, you know, to come out with the victory. I thought, you know, our fans and the community, you know, really did an awesome job of really coming out uh, on high school day and and really giving us support and and the push that we needed to kind of help us out. So. Um, my hat's off to Coach Maynard. I think he does an exceptional job. His team is is always well coached, uh, really good offensive uh, plan, and uh, defensively played well as well. You know, I just think a couple plays here there, and it kind of went in our favor. And, of course, you know what was crazy between these two schools is that, of course, they meet up next weekend in the 78th annual McDonald's Magic City Classic presented by Coca-Cola. Uh, these two teams, uh, you know, one picked up a victory headed into the bye week. One suffered an L headed into the bye week. So, Bama State right now 3-3 three and three on the season, 2-1 and one, uh, in the SWAC. Alabama A&M 4-3 overall on the season, 1-1 one one in SWAC action. And so, you know, we'll see what happens next weekend when the two teams hook up. Don't forget, we will be broadcasting live from the Aloft Hotel in Homewood, just a stone's throw away from the epicenter of everything that is Magic City Classic. All right, so our final game from last week, Southern University, the Jaguars, defeated the Prairie View A&M Panthers 34-28. Here's Dawson Odoms, or as they like to call him down there in Baton Rouge, Big Perm, on the victory. Well, first of all, I think Jaguar Nation was was very electric. I mean, we had a great environment for college football. Our fan base was, was really locked into what we were doing and, you know, very engaged to the game. Uh, the game went back and forth. You know, I thought in the first half, uh, defensively, we, we played really, really well and, you know, gave ourselves a chance to be in a ball game. Uh, they had the ball uh, several times in the red zone, and uh, I think they were two for six in the red zone. And when you can play good red zone defense, they give you a chance to win football games. And offensively, once we got going, uh, I really thought after the opening drive, uh, we left some plays out there to be made. But at the end of the day, I think they got it going, and every time they would, we would push it up to ten, they would cut it to three, and our offense would find a way to get to get seven. And it's a good team win for us. I thought special teams uh, was very good. Uh, we had the one block kick, then we answered the bell and blocked the kick ourselves. Uh, the kickoff return team was good, and I think when you playing against really good football teams, and they're a really good football team. Uh, you look at uh, different areas of the game and say where you can be uh, efficient in. And I really thought this game came down to a few plays. But when you look at red zone, uh, two for six, and we were five for five. And then you look at 
penalties. Um, we had four penalties for 33 yards, and and they had 12 for 107. And I think that's that's where you try to steal yards when you're playing against really good football teams. And I thought we was able to do that. Now, don't don't nobody tell Dawson Odoms I call him Big Perm because that wasn't the case. That's what the kids call him. And if you don't know what Dawson Odoms look like, all you need to do is Google it right now. Just open up another browser. If you're on your computer listening to the show, open up another browser and type in D-A-W-S-O-N-O-D-U-M-S, Dawson Odoms. Or if you're on your phone, just type it in. And then tell me in the chat room, does he look like Big Perm? Right, 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 right. <laughs> I know this. I know this. All right, so uh, coming up uh, on the other side, a few things. President Donald Trump, Benedict College. What's going on in Benedict with President Trump? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that coming up, as well as uh, we had an athletic director from a big-time HBCU institution uh, call it quits after 17 years, so we'll talk about that and much more. This is the HBCU Report, and I am Rob Calloway, and we'll be right back after these words. The HBCU experience lives here. The HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. We'll be right back. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. The HBCU experience lives here. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. When the rain hits my window, I take it. Me some endo, me and Timberland. We sang a dango. We so tight that you get our styles tangled. Sway your dosi do like you loco. Can we get thinking tonight like Coco? So so. You wanna play with my yo yo? I smoke my hydro on the D low. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Third segment underway. Man, go away, Rain. 
You're affecting the football schedule range. You've caused two big-time MEAC matchups to get postponed or delayed. Not postponed, but delayed. Norfolk State and Bethune-Cookman, for those of you that have not heard, has been moved to 7 o'clock this evening. And so we'll wait to see if they actually are able to get their game underway. And then the big matchup, the big MEAC matchup between Florida A&M and North Carolina A&T was actually moved from today until tomorrow at 2 o'clock at Bragg Stadium. And so they should definitely be able to get that one uh, underway. Now, uh, speaking of that game, and before we uh, move any further, you know, I thought this was a big matchup, right? Now, here in recent history, yes, it is a big matchup. But I was going back, doing my research, because believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, every once in a while, I like to do some research just to see. You know, I like to consider myself to be uh, HBCU historian uh, of some sorts okay mostly banned but I, I know a lot about football I know a whole whole lot about football um but yeah I like to consider myself just to be a historian just a a walking uh book HBCU storybook okay so <clears throat> doing my research and I realize that this is really not a rivalry What's the, how does it go? Somebody in the chat room, tell me what they say. In order for it to be a rivalry, somebody like the other team has to win something. That's the way it goes in order for it to be a rivalry, correct? Oh my God. All right. So these two teams first met in 1938. Now I'm about to give y'all a history lesson. So y'all might want to sit down real quick, y'all. Come around the circle. The two teams first met 1938. Florida a defeated what was then North Carolina anti-state 13 to nothing. All right. 66 games have been played between the two teams. Florida A&M owns the record 43 wins, 18 losses, three ties. Now in the last four games, FAMU is uh, down six to four. That's why I said in recent history in the last, you know, 10 years. Things have kind of switched around for North Carolina ANT. They're six and four in the last ten games against FAM, but the current streak, FAMU up one. Um, the longest winning streak between uh, the two teams is fifteen games, and that was FAMU between nineteen fifty two and nineteen sixty seven. All right, twenty seven games have been decided by one score, one. But on the flip side. In recent history, we have seen North Carolina NT beat the brakes off of FAMU. Uh, it was just uh, three seasons ago that they um, beat the Rattlers 42-14. Now, FAMU hadn't seen that type of victory since whoa, way back when, 1967, when they defeated uh, North Carolina NT State 63-6. to And so, I don't, I don't know. Do you... Like, if you're one of these people that like to talk junk about, oh, we own this series. I mean, do you go back that far or do you talk about the immediate history, which I would say is like the last 10 years, and A&T owns them in the last 10 years. But, man, that's a lot of games the fam is up on them. But, you know, that that goes back to what I was saying. Like, um, I like to be a walking HBCU history book because fam, you is a part of that history in, in many aspects. You know, the football aspect, the band aspect, like FAMU, um, I mean, and I'm not I'm not trying to have a FAMU love fest, okay? But FAMU has has meant a lot 
you know, several of these HBCUs, Grambling included, Morgan State included, Tennessee State included, several of these schools, man, you know, did some things um, athletically that allow HBCUs to even have a stage, to even have a stage, whether it was just the coaches or whether it was the players that were coming through. And, you know, and 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 I get it. That's part of the, the reason why so many people are always arguing about we got to get these kids back to HBCUs and away from these predominantly white institutions. I get it. You know, because everybody wants to be able to go back to that. But see, here's the thing about it is that I never, I never saw it. So it doesn't even bother me. You know, the fact that Grambling was out here destroying teams back in the 60s. Okay. 70s. Okay. Bam, you the same. Morgan, Tennessee's okay. But I I mean, it, it don't really affect me. I know what I know. And so, you know, as I've said on this show, if the kids want to go to HBCUs, let them go. If they don't, okay, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Something else I'm cool with really quick, um, the XFL draft. Um, You know, for those of you not familiar with the XFL, uh, this is the second carnation of the Extreme Football League that was uh, founded by WWE chairman Vince McMahon. Uh, A couple of guys from the HBCU ranks uh, were drafted. Now, look, if I skipped over somebody from your institution, no shade. I just saw two names that I know, and I was like, I know these kids personally, and I'm rolling with it, all right? Uh, Former Bama State tight end Brandon Barnes was drafted. Don't ask me what team, but uh, former (laughs) uh, Bama State tight end Brandon Barnes was uh, drafted uh, into the XFL. Also, uh, running back out of Grambling State, Martez Carter. Now, y'all might remember Martez, man. Martez was a beast. He was a beast. Um, and actually got several looks uh, within the NFL. Both of these kids did, Brandon and Martez. And so they'll be joining the XFL. So congratulations to them. If I skipped over you, baby, them, I'm sorry. Um, not HBC related. Aaron Murray is um, also headed to the XFL, former uh, UGA quarterback. The only reason I mentioned it, because he's the UGA quarterback. Sick him, dog, sick him. They talking about we over. They talking about Georgia's over. We ain't done. But anyway, moving right along. It's the HBCU report, not the SEC report. Uh, I am Rob Calloway. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Now, in the last segment, um, I asked this, and I'll pose this question again for those of you in the chat room and for those of you uh, that are listening elsewhere. Okay, so my kid, she's 11. She's a dancer. She dances with Diana Williams and uh, DD4L, the Dollhouse Dance Factory, right? You know, she she's telling me, she's been telling me for years, Daddy, I want to go to Bama State. I want to be a stingette. My thing is, I don't care what HBC you go to, what dance, you know, what dance line you're on. I just want you to be a part of the culture. Now, if you went to an HBCU, how important is it to you that your child become a part of the culture? Or does it bother you if your child say, hey, I think I want to go to UGA or Miami or Florida or Tennessee? I mean, because, again, it wouldn't bother me if my daughter did that. Those are very good institutions. Oh, what? But it's something about the culture, man. You know, that I want us to be able to, to be able to share that little piece right there. What, what do you think? If you got kids, let me know in the chat room. Uh, I told you you can hit me up uh, on Twitter at HBCU Report. You can also email me, HBCU Report at gmail.com. I just want to get your thoughts on that. A lot of folks, 
you know, I, I know some folks that, you know, my mom being one of them, if it hadn't been for the band, my mom didn't want me to go to a HBCU. You know, that because she went to Mars Brown and she was like, boy, I went to Mars Brown and I never sent my kid to a HBCU, you know, because of the struggle. My mom was at Mars Brown in the 70s. So my mom really remembered the struggle. Right. She I don't even think my mom's been on the HBCU campus in the last 10, 15 years, maybe. So she doesn't, you know, so she wouldn't be aware of. And she's an educator, but she just sticks to elementary school and sticks to her little thing. Right. She, I don't really think that, that she's aware of everything that was going, even when I went to college, like technological advances and things that were making school better. But even in the 90s, there were some struggles with going to HBCUs. And some of you that, that went to HBCUs, you can put your hand up. You know that there were some struggles. Um, but, you know, I just want my kid to be a part of the culture. You know, just, I mean, again, so we can have something to bond over. I, like I said, I don't care if she if she uh, goes to another school, you know, because my dad's family school was FAMU. But my dad went to Mars Brown. His baby sister went to uh, Bethune-Cookman. You know, my mom and dad went to Mars Brown. Hell, I went to Bama State. So I don't really care about that part. I just want her to be able to experience black excellence. How about that? How about that? Black excellence. All right. Now, I told you guys before we went to break uh, from the second segment that uh, Donald Trump and Benedict College had something going on. What do they have going on? Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. President Donald Trump. Uh, will be in South Carolina to discuss criminal justice reform next weekend. I'm so glad I'll be in Birmingham. Uh, Sources have confirmed that the president is expected to attend the 2019 uh, Second Step Presidential Justice Forum hosted by Benedict College the weekend of October 25th through the 27th. Uh, The forum organized by the 2020 Bipartisan Justice Center will also feature many of the Democratic presidential candidates. So that should be really interesting. That should be, oh my God. Joe Biden and Donald Trump at the same place at the same time? Oh my God. This should be epic. Should be epic. But that's definitely a good look for uh, Benedict College. So big shouts out to them. Um, all right, so let's go to commercial break. When we come back, few things. We're going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal and this whole deal with him bringing Papa John's to every HBCU campus or that being his mission is to bring everyone uh, a Papa John's to their campus. And we'll also talk about um, the athletic director from Tennessee State University stepping down. All of that and much more right here. This is the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway. Don't forget, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. The HBCU experience lives here. The HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. We'll be right back. All right, everybody in the car. Let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. From Clark Atlanta to Morehouse to Spelman. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Damn right, bro. 4 a.m. 
CP on a nigga, for the free free on a nigga. Yeah, you ZZ on a nigga, king like BB on you nigga. Yeah, rock with champagne pee. If it wasn't for the struggle, then I wouldn't be me. Call me deuce or dose, anything but broke. Got my aim from the scope, got the game by the throat. Okay, you popped up on me by surprise. You see, I never took you for the popping type. Damn, it's 4 a.m., so please believe the hype. Hit the lights, I'm way over top, pop it, flick it. Drop a piss in the location, I'ma pull up in that bulletproof spaceship. Drop off a bag of some dangerous, I'ma hit you for AMC if you make it. Watch your colleague groove out the sky, ooh, in a group with the best rapper that's alive. Ooh, never turn my back on my slime, ooh, I ain't wanna fuck the bitch, but she was fine. Ooh, hold up, baby, let me take my time. Ooh, hard to get some head and try to drive. Ooh, jumping out the cake and that's surprising. Ooh, picking up the duffel bag like exercising. Ooh, bought my mom new house cause she deserve it. Ooh, practice makes perfect, but nobody's perfect. Ooh, Escobar's not open for service. Ooh, send you to Dr. Miami for your surgery. Okay, you popped up on me by surprise. Straight up. See, I never took you for the popping type. Damn, it's 4 a.m., so please believe the hype. Hey, 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 hey. Hit the lights. I'm way over top. Pop it, flick it. Trouble piss. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Fourth and final segment underway. Two chains. This year's post-game performance, Magic City Classic next weekend. Don't forget, it's going down the 78th annual McDonald's Magic City Classic presented by Coca-Cola. 2.30 kickoff from Historic Legion Field next Saturday, Alabama A&M, Alabama State. It is going to be one heck of a game. Shaquille O'Neal going to be the ambassador and the grand marshal uh, for this year's event. As I mentioned, 2 Chains going to be doing the post-game performance. And what makes this thing so special is that 2 Chains is Alabama State alum. You know, And me and my friends and and folks that have been at the Classic for years and years, you know, we've been arguing about uh, the last few years, we've seen some really, 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 you know, good rappers, right? So we saw Luda, 2 Chainz' former uh, label mate, his former boss. We saw uh, T.I., we saw Gucci last year, and now 2 Chainz this year. So everybody's like, man, who's going to give the best performance because thus far – you know, while Luda got a lot of hits, and T.I. does too, you know, Gucci's from Birmingham. So last year, man, Gucci had that thing so lit. He had that thing so lit. And so, uh, you know, I'm I'm leaning toward Gucci. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, the 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 kind of uh, response 2 Chains gets from uh, this crowd uh, at the Magic City Classic next weekend. And don't forget, we will be broadcasting next Friday not sure of the time. We'll put it on social media uh, and let you guys know, but we know it'll definitely be next Friday morning. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting from the Aloft Hotel in Homewood, Alabama. Now, the Aloft has been our uh, official home uh, for the Magic City Classic for some years, and so big shouts out to them. And so uh, we're just a stone's throw away from the epicenter or ground zero, if you will, of everything that is Magic City Classic. And so I uh, look forward to seeing you guys next weekend. We're going to have the cameras out at the game at the tailgate. I'm uh, going to be putting together a, a another edition of HBCU Live, HBCU Report Live, rather, uh, from the Magic City Classic. And so uh, we look forward to seeing some of you guys. And, man, you know, you go be out and about. Make sure, you know, you see that camera. Be camera ready because you never know because you never know. All right. Now, before I get up out of here, uh, several things that uh, we want to talk about.
Um, before we talk about Shaq and the athletic director from Tennessee State, really quick, man, I want to give a shout out to uh, last week's top performers at the quarterback position. Man, we got some guys that are out here, man, I, boy, they out here throwing that thing, slanging it, if you will. Ryan Stanley of Florida a Man, this guy, you, I don't know. I, I, I want to see this guy up close and personal, and I hate that, you know, they're ineligible because I think this is the season that they could actually make it to a celebration bowl. Uh, last week, 30 of 49 with uh, two interceptions, 427 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, that was huge. Austin Hensley. Now, I'm not familiar with West Virginia State University, but I'm being told it is an HBCU. He um, 28 of 38 for and one interception, 414 yards, six touchdowns. Then you had Slade Jarman from Fort Valley, 33 of 48, uh, 386 yards, four touchdowns. Then uh, Juwan Carter of Norfolk State, 16 of 23 for 377 yards. Boy, he was out there throwing that thing. 16 completions, 377 yards. Oh, yeah, he was out there throwing it. Uh, Four touchdowns. And then the one guy that we really haven't talked about, and you know, and it won't happen next week because we have the whole classic thing going down. Um, But uh, DeAndre Francois, the former quarterback from Florida State. Yeah, don't forget he's at Hampton. Uh, last week, he was 29 of 51 with one interception for 357 yards and a touchdown. So those are um, the top performers at the quarterback position from last week. So congratulations to you guys. And, you know, hopefully we can get uh, some some more stats from Mr. Stanley. Look, I got high expectations for this kid. Not sure if he's going to make it to the league or the XFL or something, but the way that he's been, mm, the way he's been shredding up the MEAC, ugh. You know, the kid has skills. The kid has skills. I, I'll just say that. All right. The kid definitely has skills. Okay. So uh, moving right along to the Ohio Valley Conference, where Tennessee State University is our sole HBCU there. Uh, Teresa Phillips, the longtime athletic director, uh, has announced this week that she plans to retire from her leadership position as the uh, head of the Tigers program. Now, during Phillips' tenure, Tennessee State has won 12, get it, 12, OVC championships, five indoor track and field championships, three outdoor track and field championships, two volleyball titles, and one women's championship. And um, see, additionally, uh, men's golf won the National Minority Golf Championship. So there's that. You know, we didn't see football. We didn't see foot. And you know what? I I was just having a conversation the other day with one of my guys. Um. And we were talking about this, like Hampton going to another conference and Tennessee State being in Ohio Valley Conference where they can receive, you know, more money and all of that stuff. Man, I swear to God. And let me just be very honest with y'all. And I don't try to get too serious before I end the show. But let me just say this. See, here's what has to happen. What has to happen is we've got to be vocal and who is we swat me at S I A C C I W A. We've got to be vocal. All right. And, and, and vocal about what it is that we need to be able to survive, to be able to, you know, uh, continue to go on the right path because I feel like right now HBCU athletics is definitely going in the right path, but I don't feel like HBC HBCU should feel, you know, pressured because of money you know, they they having, you know, financial issues. So they're like, oh, you know what? The best thing for us to do is just to leave this conference and go to 
a PWI conference or another conference outside of the SWAT, MEAC, CIAA, SIAC, and just, you know, trying to get money and try to do this stuff. Because at the end of the day, it waters down the product. Now, the product at Tennessee State, and I know I'm moving kind of fast, but the product at Tennessee State is really, really good. Football program, really good. Band, really good. If Tennessee State was in the SWAC of the MEAC, hey, the record would be much better. It would be much better. But I get it. They need money. I mean, same thing with Savannah State. That's why Savannah State keep bouncing in and out the SIAC and the MEAC. They need money. They going wherever the money is. And I get it. But here's what has to happen. The powers that be, has, they've got to get together. All four of the conferences and the, the GCAC as well. The Gulf Coast, Atlant- the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. They have the uh, basketball schools like Fisk and uh, Xavier and all those schools. They've all got to get together. And what they have to do is put together an agenda. An agenda to take to the powers to be, which whether it's ESPN or Fox Sports, whoever, really that ABC, Disney, ESPN crew, because they're the ones that are developing networks for the conferences, right? So I don't understand why the the HBCU conferences can't have their own network. Okay, maybe not the MEAC network, maybe not the SWAT network, but ESPN definitely can facilitate an HBCU network. Right. Where we might see three games. We'll see three games. We'll see a 12 o'clock game, maybe a a, a four o'clock game and a seven o'clock game. Right. The biggest games of the week. I don't understand why we can't do that. I mean, during basketball season, it'd be a different basketball game every night. Maybe two, depending on where they're playing, you know, what part of the country they're playing in. You know, I don't understand. I mean, and these are the struggles. These this is why places like Tennessee State joined the Ohio Valley Conference for money. You know, but if we had a network, the network would it would do the same thing that it, that the 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 SEC network is doing for those schools. It's a TV deal; they're getting money. And so, in 2019, that's how we need to be trying to get money from ESPN. We need to go to them and say, "Hey, we need a network. We need a network, and not only a network, but we need some broadcasters. We don't want your broadcasters from ESPN coming over here butchering up our broadcasts during our games. We want to hire our own people." And then I can get a job. It always has to come back to me, right? No, I'm kidding. But, you know, this is what has to happen. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. I don't, you know, I could be beating the dead horse. And it's cool if I am. But that's what has to happen. We have to have a network so then we can have the revenue. We can have a way to generate real revenue because I promise you, if there was an HBCU network that ESPN had put together, I promise you every week the numbers would be through the roof because a lot of times people are not, they're not anywhere near the institution that they went, right? Like I'm two and a half hours away from Montgomery. You know, my my, my folks that went to Alabama A&M, they're three, three and a half hours away from Alabama A&M. If you went to FAMU and you live in Atlanta, you're four hours away. If you went to Tennessee State, you're five hours away. If you went to Jackson State, you're six hours away. If you went to Grambling the Southern, you're even further away. But you can see them on the network. I promise you, your favorite classic that you never get to go to, your homecomings that you never get to go to, if it's big enough, it'll be on the network. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So moving right along, before we get up out of here, man, Shaquille O'Neal in this joint venture with Papa John's is looking to bring a Papa John's franchise or a Papa John's store to the campus of every HBCU. And so uh, the first school is going to be Miles College. He's going to make his announcement October 26th, which is the same day as the Magic City Classic. So I'm not sure how Shaquille O'Neal plans on 
I don't know how he plans on doing this. He plans on being at the parade at 8 o'clock Saturday morning. Then he plans on making this announcement in Fairfield, which is not that far from uh, where where the classic festivities will be going on, but he's going to go there. And then he plans on making it back by 2 o'clock, you know, for the pregame festivities. I don't know how that's going to work. But nonetheless, shouts out to Shaquille O'Neal, man. Shaquille O'Neal is one of these guys that always puts his money where he where his mouth is. He, now, his mouth says a lot. But Shaquille O'Neal is that guy, man. So big shouts out to Shaq. All and, right. Um, Everybody you know, in the car. I can remember Let's being go. in Bama State, and we what had a McDonald's at Bama State. And, man, you know, they didn't have a dollar menu. They didn't have any of the traditional things that McDonald's had. And so you would have to go in there and buy the top dollar stuff. Back then, it was like the Mick Deluxe. So you can get yep. the Mick Deluxe. We're here. You could get um, the Big Mac. They had quarter pounds. They had stuff like that. But they didn't have like regular cheeseburgers, regular hamburgers. They didn't even have small fries. Brought to you by the Ad Council yeah, they and the U.S. Forest Service. And everything was $2 more. Like if you got a combo, it was $2 more than if you went to the McDonald's. That was the, the, the freestanding McDonald's down the street. But I'm going to tell you what happened. Burger King got wind of what was going on. And that was a Burger King right behind the the campus of Bama State. I'm not sure if it's still there. I think it is, though. Guess what they did? They dropped the price of the Whopper to 99 cent. So any day, any time they were open, you can go get you a Whopper for 99 cent. I used to eat five Whoppers a day. That's why I got so fat. <laughs> I was like 230. <laughs> Beer and Whoppers, but a 99 cent Whopper. You can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. So again, salute the Shaq. I can't wait to see Shaq next weekend, man. Can't wait to see it. And I can't uh, wait to see all of you guys that are making the trick to Birmingham. Uh, It's going to be, it's going to be an epic time. All right. So before we get up out of here, I got to take a look at uh, this week's schedule uh, and hope some of these games actually take place. Tuskegee and Central State are in action today. Johnson C. Smith and Fayetteville State, Bethune-Cookman and Norfolk State, their game moved to 7 o'clock tonight, so we'll see what happens. Edward Waters and Miles College, 6 o'clock tonight. Um, Florida A&M, North Carolina A&T, that game moved from today until tomorrow at Bragg Stadium, 2 o'clock kickoff. Winston-Salem State and St. Augustine's are in action this evening at 6 o'clock. Uh, it's homecoming on the campus of Shaw Virginia Union, Elizabeth City, uh, South Carolina State taking on Morgan State for their homecoming. Lane taking on Kentucky State for homecoming. Uh, it's homecoming on the campus of Lincoln, Prairie View A&M, Clark Atlanta. Happy homecoming, CAU, taking on Savannah State today. Uh, Fort Valley State, happy homecoming to you as well. Wildcats taking on Morehouse, uh, Virginia State. My boy Reggie Barlow was on the show last week. Shouts out to Reggie. Saw you hitting that shimmy, Reggie, during the uh, homecoming pet rally. Uh, Virginia State taking on Bowie State in the CIAA showdown. And then Tennessee State taking on Austin P. See, that's what I'm talking about. It should be like Tennessee State and FAM. See, this is what I'm talking about. Why is Tennessee State doing this? I know, it's for the money. But Tennessee State takes on Austin P uh, for their homecoming matchup. That game is at 430 Central. And then Classics, we've got Texas Southern, the lowly Texas Southern, taking on Southern University in Dallas at 2 o'clock Central. And then on TV today, you can check out Albany State and Benedict. That game starts on ESPN 3 at 205. And then we've got Mississippi Valley State and Jackson State. That's also on ESPN 3. Not sure how they're going to do it at 3 o'clock. We'll see. We'll see how they do it. Maybe they're going to switch back. I don't know. This is why we need the network. This is why. This is why. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ.
All right, so don't forget, next week, we'll be live in Birmingham, the Aloft Hotel, for our countdown to the 78th annual McDonald's Magic City Classic presented by Coca-Cola. You will hear the voices of all the players, not the actual players, but the major players. You will hear from uh, Cornell Maynard. You will hear from Donald Hill Ely, both football coaches from Bama State and A&M. You'll also hear from Professor Carlton Wright, Director of Bands of Alabama A&M, and then Dr. James Oliver, Director of Bands uh, from Alabama State University, Perrin King, the Executive Director of the Magic City Classic, going to join the show. And hopefully we can get my boy Jermaine Funny Maine Johnson, uh, the comedian that does all the in-game stuff for the Magic City Classic. Hopefully we can get him on as well. But if not, we've got a jam-packed show for you and yours. So for the X-Squad affiliates, this has been the HBCU Report. Thank you guys for tuning in however you check this out know that we really appreciate it don't forget when we're not here we're there there is sportsnewsandbrews.com your official stop for sports black news political news and the latest on your favorite craft beers follow us on social media at hbcu report i'm rob calloway and until next week you're looking for me you already know somewhere on the yard it's the hbcu report with rob calloway Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.